Okay, talking today, so yesterday um, we went to the river with the boys, just me and my two boys, five and three, almost four this week, so super cool. And they were just losing their mind. Went to the boat ramp and they were going, jet ski, boat, <laughs> rah! This fishing trawler came past and Jasper was like, ah, I don't know what that is. We were just screaming. <laughs> and, um, and then we saw it. We saw the pelican. Right, and a big fan of pelicans actually. Underrated bird, I yeah. feel. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about birds, but it's a pretty cool bird. So, anyway, there was, um, forgive me, fishermen out there or fisherwomen, whatever, but I don't know much about fishing, but they were scaling and filleting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's on, the terminology. That's yeah. the terminology. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story, a builder took us to the Northern Territory. Um, I think it was around the Mary River. Yeah, great so place. They, they took us up there about five years ago, and we were fishing, caught like a 1.2 threadfin tuna, threadfin something. Something, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Get your and, anyway, there's well. pro- proper fishing guys I know, and I was trying to explain it to them, and they're like, it's not fair that you've got to tell this tuna, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Anyway, um, anyway, we were watching the pelican, they were, like, they were scaling and filleting the fish, and, and the pelican was sitting like right in the spot yep. and they would throw it I'm still impressed how they swallow those fish whole like it's just it's wolf. very just like bang it in there and get it up and it got me thinking about work and finding work mm-hmm. and specifically not just when you're starting out you know you're gonna have to find work along the journey of business yeah and and I think you know you've got to start out with work and as you get staff on you need work and as you get through that work you might need some more work yep. and that work runs out and it got me thinking how often and overlooked uh, the path of least resistance is. What's in front of you? Watching the pelican. It's like, yeah. he could be down the river. Mm-hmm. He could be downstream. He could be upstream. He could be in the ocean. Yeah. But he's not. He's positioned himself where someone is... Just feeding him. Throwing him food. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Minimum effort, maximum return. Yeah. So, and it got me thinking, like, who do you know that can give you work? Yeah. And and I, that's a great question to ask. 100%. I think it's really important what's in front of you, what's there. The pelican didn't have to work too hard and it, it was getting fed and it was happy. So what's in front of you as a business owner? Who do you know? Who are your existing clients? Who are the clients you're working for at the moment? How can you leverage these existing relationships and these existing clients to generate more work? Yeah, so I started my business in 2007, and I always get asked, this sounds like a really influ- influencer thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's always been asking me, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. my hair. Uh, <laughs> everyone's asking me how I found work, and, and I was reflecting on it, and I just knew a lot of builders. Yeah. A lot of uh, my good friends, my friendship group, just started businesses, and I think that was, that was a cool thing in itself, that we all just didn't really know what we're doing and, yeah. and did it and having that friendship group around you that was sort of that say yes figure out later yeah just has its pros and cons yeah, yeah, 100%, <laughs> you know definitely. um and they they just started and they were like we need a we need a sparky and they they called me and funny enough i did my i did my sparky apprenticeship but my aircon i only worked in aircon Con, yeah so, so hvac work yeah so i pretty much graduated sparky no no idea <laughs> <laughs> i'm like it's just the orange 
Yeah, that's all you need. That's, that's, yeah, I didn't really know what TPS was or anything. Mm-hmm. I had a bit of an idea, but it was just funny and learning in itself. But and I kind of fell into that work, and everyone always asks, "Oh, what's good work to to fall into?" Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it's just who's around you. Yep. Just have uh, open your eyes and have a look around. I like to work off the toddler theory. Yeah. And you know, you've got three kids, three boys. Yeah, three I've boys. Got two boys. Yeah, boy dads. Five boys between us. Yeah. And um, are you going again? No, we're done. Done. We're finished. I've had enough. <laughs> he snipped? Snipped. Bang. Yeah, okay. Wow, okay, interesting. It's gone. Yeah. Booked in two months we're, after the birthday. We're like, we're like in the, not in the middle of, I'm not saying not in the middle of trying, but like You'll never in the middle it. of discussion, <laughs> discussing. And um, my mind, some mornings out with the boys, I'm like, this is the best, kids are the yeah. greatest. Other mornings, I'm like, what? Like, yeah. What? What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Why are you hitting each other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be nice, be kind. Yeah, yeah, be, be friendly. Kind. But anyway, getting back onto it, the I never know theory. what I was saying. Top of the theory. So it's like your kids don't question where their meal comes from. No, this some some angelic goddess or god puts it in front of them every single day. Yeah, three, four, five, six times a day, and they eat it. Yeah, and and I was just reflecting on that, watching the kids going like, this is what. The biggest thing when you're finding work, find someone who can produce a toddler theory with you. Find someone who's going to not just put one meal in front of you, but put the second meal, put yeah. the third meal, put the fourth meal. So my head goes straight to builders. Yes. And I know um, just like the who says that ego is not a dirty word. Yeah. I know a lot of people watching probably think builders are a, are a dirty word. And, yeah. and I think that for me, I look at it and I just think, it. You know, it depends who you're dealing with. Yeah. Are you dealing totally. with a dickhead mm-hmm. or are you dealing with a legend? Yeah. And there's dickheads and legends in every, every tier. Every tier. Whether you're doing a hundred dollar job yep. for Betty, uh, I'm not calling Betty that word, by the way. I like Betty. Yeah, Betty's great. Well, Betty's fan. Thanks, Betty, for everything. Um, but, but you know, you find good people to deal with and you'll go a long way. So find someone that's going to not just give you one job, but two or three or four. And who are you looking for? When, like, if I said, hey, you know, can you need to find more work? Yeah, existing clients is my first go-to, and or what, people who, that I know. Who's the top dog existing clients? To, uh, so for us, it's um, facility managers or building managers, whatever you want to call them. They're in like the body corporate space for our service and maintenance work. And then we've got a couple of project managers and builders that we work with. How did you find the building managers? So they are just through networking, through when I move Networking back, is a really funny word. Yeah. Like it's one that kind of makes me feel sick. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> but I say it a lot. Yeah. But networking is just like, you know, who... It's, it's, through, it's, it's like who, a database who, of contacts. Who you know. Yeah, who you know. So in my experience is we moved back to the Gold Coast from Darwin. You were in the mines. Uh, I was in a big gas plant in Darwin, yeah. Same, so Same thing? Same. Similar. <laughs> different, but similar. Um and we'd also been in Brisbane prior to that. So we hadn't been back on the coast for like seven or eight years. And I'm like, this would be really easy. I'll just come back and I'll ring all my mates who are on the coast. And this no one was there. Break. Cam's back. <laughs> yeah. Let's give him um, some work. And not many people were there because it was a, it's a transient population. So people had moved away through various reasons. So I literally just picked up the phone and rang everyone I knew, spoke to friends that who were there um, and just literally rang everyone, teed up, you know, a coffee, a meeting, and it just slowly went from there. And then you meet someone who, you know, give you almost like the golden ticket. I call them like somehow just the door opens for you. And then another door opens off that person. You know, some people might call them like a master networker or something like that. But 
Are you calling yourself a master networker? Uh, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. But it was really... Because I didn't didn't know anything else. I thought that's just the way you got work. And so I just rang people and sat down with them. And um, some of our, our... One of our biggest and best clients is a caravan park. And that was the first job I ever went to to do other work with a project manager that I knew there. And then we just picked it up from there. And we've kept, we've gone through like six managers who've been on site um, and been able to leverage other work through the plumbers on site, um, who other tradies who turn up there. So that's simple as that, just literally what was in front of me. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I feel like you reach a point where you kind of exhaust your network, so to speak, your family and friends, yeah. and they'll carry you so far. So a lot of people wake up one day, they've got one or two or three staff, depending on how popular you are, I guess, or yeah. how much you can talk to people. Uh, popular is a poor choice of words, but you get what I'm saying. Depending on how much you talk to people, you might you might know X amount of people, yeah. and, and that will get you to X amount of staff, to two, three, four, five staff yeah. potentially. Generates but one day you're going to hit a point where you don't know anyone else to call yeah. to, for, for work. Like, I, I can't call that person. I called them yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I called them an hour ago. So you need to meet new people. And that's why I always think that, you know, the, the best thing is to meet people. Have some kids. Yep. Have some kids. Push that pram to the park. And uh, that's just like, don't, just stay involved in your community. Yeah. That might be surfing. That might be golf. That might be... Uh, footy clubs footy clubs anything but stay involved in the community stay involved buying coffees from the same place yeah. and just get, to know people. get chatting to people mm-hmm. get to know people volunteer in your local area I think it's, it's the most underrated thing we've got a billy cart derby yep. is it derby or derby? derby okay um, so so I mean we've got a billy cart thing in our, in our local town and um, a great way of the community is coming together yeah. you meet heaps of people but you know I kind of exhausted the people that I knew and I'm into a BNI. I know you've yeah. got a BNI. I'm part of one. Yeah, yeah. and it's not a cult. No. If you're watching this, it just depends who you talk to. It depends. <laughs> it depends on people's experiences and what you want to get out of it. But I, I literally have used it as a place to meet new people because it's, when it's I got a, back to the coast, I didn't. It's know a anyone. way to find new people, yeah. right? A way to meet new people. Connect. Yeah, and I, I went there kind of not knowing much about what it was, and um, we met an IT technician, an IT guy, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, you're coming to do some work at my yep. house? Like, yeah, sweet. Did some work at his house, and he was like, oh, we've got this um, student accommodation. And we ended up changing thousands of WAPs, right? Wow. Wireless access points. When I say, when I, whenever I say WAP, I'm only talking about wireless access, access points, point, yep. religiously. And um, anyway, I underestimated the IT component with the toddler theory. So these IT companies are, are doing work for businesses. They have no intention of running any cabling or doing any server acts. Nor do they have the skill set. No, it's a pretty skilled kind of work. (laughs) And and what's next to data points? PowerPoints, right? And what happens at these startup businesses? They grow and they grow and they move and they they grow teams and now we do this and now we do that and now we do that. So I completely underestimated how much work that person can find for me. Landscapers. Yeah, another thing they can help out definitely. Like, like this, they operate similar to a builder. They go from project to project, and at every step, they need an electrician. Yep. Hey, who do they know? Call, call me, please. Yep. Not maybe. Please call me, please. Yeah, <laughs> and particularly if you can develop that a strong relationship with you. Yeah, it becomes I just call Crowley, or I yeah. just call Cam because you're the problem solver for them. Make their life easy. We're all about making life easy, aren't we? Someone once said to me, "The more problems you can solve, the more money you get paid." Yes. So I guess that comes back down to like staffing, you know, you've got, um, 
10 staff, you're solving more problems, or money should be getting paid, 100%. that kind of thing. But, but back to the work, yeah, find people that are going to give and give to your work. And we met a building manager um, around that time from Big and I, funny enough as well, just yep. a local dude from Bondi, a really nice guy. And he chipped us in, I went to this emergency call out, and um, you know when there's an emergency call out, but then there's an emergency yes. call out? <laughs> it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, piercing down rain, went there, this floor box was underwater. Right, and and anyway, so I went there, sort of found the feed, disconnected it, turned it back on, got chatting to people. I like to talk to people, got chatting, and then they that company ended up using us, and they still use us to this day. Just, wow. just I don't even know how much work we've got through those two relationships, yeah. but it all came from putting myself in a spot to meet new people, and that doesn't have to be B and I. That can be anything, but. Yep. I'm encouraging everyone to put yourself in a spot where where you can meet people to use you, and um, not in a weird, gross way. It's like, hey, Cam, you let me be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know who no. I am. No, no but like, get to know people for people and build and relationships. Build relationships, right? I know be real, genuine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but put yourself in a spot where someone is going to give you work repeatedly because. Um, you know, there's nothing quite like looking at the schedule and seeing work booked out six to oh, eight to so 12 good. months in advance. Yeah. Or maybe the work's not really there per se, like a project. Maybe it's like, oh, I know in two months time, that'll have that, that'll have that. It's just the peace of mind yeah. with scheduling and holding on to staff when that's in place is second to none. So what's your advice to people um, in the, the Pelican theory? It's what's in front of you. Um, but also put yourself out there and if, I just go off my experience um, through the business that we've got. Uh, all of our top 10 clients have all been relationship driven um, or relationship received, however you want to look at it. Um, and they're actually enjoyable to work with because you get to know them as people as well. They'll invite you along to outside of work functions or social events as well. And they genuinely, uh, you can connect as a person with them and it actually makes work really enjoyable, I find as well. So about putting yourself out there and leveraging what's in front of you. Yeah, and my closing tip is, you know, people want to work with good people and, you know, you might do an excellent job on site, that's great. And I think it's so important to, to carry that honesty and transparency and trust. You know, all healthy relationships are built on a foundation of trust. So someone calls you, you do the work, you speak about the amount beforehand or upfront, and then you invoice them, they're not shocked by it, and they're like, how yeah. good was dealing with that person? Yeah. I'm gonna do that again. Everyone in this call watching yeah. would have had some kind of negative experience yeah. with a baguette costing twice as much as they thought, yeah. Or, yeah. or a tradie come to your house and, and overcharge and overcook something, and I just think, do the right thing by everyone, and, and they all have networks. Yes. My, my mate once said, I know people who know people. And I was yep. like, everyone knows, everyone you know knows people. So do the right thing, watch it come back around, and yeah, find people that are gonna give you that repeat work. And once you get that relationship, really treasure that, and don't take the piss, because um, it's not a good, it's just not a good look. No, not at all. And uh, happy hunting for work. That's it.